48K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Robert Kemp. The headlines. The Commerce Secretary says it is unlikely that the air travel bubble scheme between Hong Kong and Singapore can begin on May the 26th. An infectious diseases expert welcomes the tightening of quarantine hotel infection controls but says they don't go far enough. And a spike in local COVID cases in Taiwan means travellers arriving in Hong Kong from the island will now have to do two weeks of hotel quarantine. The Commerce Secretary Edward Yao says it's unlikely that the air travel bubble between Hong Kong and Singapore can be launched as scheduled on May the 26th due to an outbreak of a mutant strain of COVID-19 at Singapore Airport. Singaporean authorities had earlier announced that the airport would be closed to the public for 14 days. Mr Yao said a final decision will be made early next week. We must uh, make our best endeavour to plan for the best arrangement because, well, that's what uh, a lot of people wanted to have a resumed travel for various reasons. But of course, we need to prepare for the worst. That should, circumstances does not allow. Then I think uh, we should sort of take uh, absolute precaution uh, for protecting all the visitors and also our respective community. An infectious diseases expert has welcomed new measures to strengthen infection control at quarantine hotels, but says they don't go far enough. They were announced after more evidence showed a man who arrived from Dubai caught a mutant strain of the coronavirus at a quarantine hotel. The measures include more testing of hotel staff and occupants, reducing hotel occupancy to below 80% and separating guests from high-risk and low-risk areas. Nurses will also be required to take the COVID test samples from occupants. Dr Leung Chi Chu said good ventilation was also important and recommended that test sampling be done in the rooms. We need to improve the environmental control measures in the hotels so that the sampling can be done in a safer environment. For example, we need to improve, I think, the air change inside the little corridors in the hotels and the sampling should be done inside the hotel rooms rather than in the corridor. But the Hotel Employees Union has criticised the new measures, saying they'll bring more inconvenience to staff. Chairperson Alex Choi says it's difficult for hotel workers to fulfil the government's regular testing requirements as there are now fewer testing centres. Sometimes we, I have to take my personal day off or even we have, I, mean, I have to take a half day off to do the test because there are lack of appointments and lack of timing for my testing. The judiciary says the Chief Justice will appoint lay members to a new advisory committee charged with handling complaints against judges. Complaints are usually dealt with by the Chief Justice or court leaders. But in future, more serious or complex complaints will first be looked at by a panel of judges and then a new committee of judges and representatives from society will then review and advise on the investigation. The Chief Justice will have the final say, speaking through an interpreter, Judiciary Administrator Esther Leung explained the selection criteria. These members shall be free of political background. The lay members will have extensive experience with public and community service and also figures of high credibility. These complaints of judicial conduct will require certain knowledge of the judicial conduct that what the judges will make of the majority there will be quite a sizable number of lay members be appointed to make sure that these lay members can play their role in this committee. 
Former lawmaker Roy Kwong has told a coroner's court that he may have been able to ease the situation had he been allowed to talk to anti-extradition bill protester Marco Leung. Mr Leung, who was then 35, fell to his death from the Pacific Place Mall in 2019 after unfurling a banner. Vicky Wong reports. Mr Kwong said he ran to the scene at around 4pm on June the 15th after receiving messages from the public asking him to offer help to the protester, who had unfurled a protest banner on a construction platform on the fourth floor of the shopping mall and had refused to leave the site. He said he immediately asked a police officer to let him enter the site and talk to Mr Lung. Mr Kwong said after a while the officer came back and said they couldn't accept his request as their negotiation team was arriving soon. Mr Kwong told the court that as a long-time district councillor and social worker, he had successfully helped to persuade people not to commit suicide during similar cases in the past. He added that during the anti-government protests in 2019, he had often played the role as a mediator by trying to de-escalate tensions. The former lawmaker said he believed he would have played a positive role in the situation. Asked by a coroner officer, Timmy Yip, whether he thought it was reasonable for the police not to allow him to speak to Mr Lung, he said he couldn't tell, but added that it was a pity. An emotional Mr Kwong recalled that he broke into tears when he realised Mr Lung had fallen. He said he immediately went to hospital and soon found out that Mr Lung had died. He said he saw Mr Lung's mother at the protesters' funeral, who comforted him by saying, you already did well. Sean Lin, a senior police negotiator, earlier told the court that the police would consider a number of factors when deciding whether to let someone intervene in a crisis situation, such as whether the person had expertise in crisis negotiation and whether they knew the subject. He said he believed it was reasonable for the police to refuse requests to talk to Mr Leung that day. Due to a spike in local cases in Taiwan, travellers arriving in Hong Kong from the island will now have to complete two weeks of quarantine at a designated hotel instead of at home. Secretary for Health Sophia Chan announced the measure at a LegCo meeting, saying it should be adopted in a day or two once it has been gazetted. Earlier, the Taiwanese Premier said there was no need to raise the island's COVID alert level, but that the next two weeks would be crucial in controlling the chain of transmission. Comments by the health minister on Wednesday warning the alert level could be raised prompted a steep fall on the stock market. Meanwhile, Executive Council Regina Ebb has accused health officials of lacking common sense on whether Hong Kong should donate unused COVID vaccines to countries like India since they could expire in a few months. At a LegCo meeting, Health Minister Sophia Chan told her that she would liaise with the World Health Organization over such donations. But Mrs Ip says the SAR government could be able to, should be able to make its own decision. I don't think you need to really seek WHO approval to do this sort of thing. Whether to donate vaccines going to expire before we could make use of them to countries in need of help. You know, it's really a matter of judgment call. Do you have to consult WHO on every issue which comes within your, your own jurisdiction? Japan has extended its state of emergency to three more prefectures due to a growing concern over the spread of the coronavirus. Hokkaido, Okayama and Hiroshima will be added to a list that already includes Tokyo and Osaka. The decision comes 10 weeks ahead of the start of the Olympic Games. There's growing unease in the country over the Games going ahead. 
President Biden has hailed the success of the COVID vaccination campaign in the United States. He was speaking after the Centers for Disease Control said fully vaccinated people no longer need to wear a mask outdoors and indoors. The president said it was a great milestone, but he warned the fight against COVID-19 wasn't yet over. If you're vaccinated, you can be around the vaccinated or unvaccinated people. But if you're not vaccinated or not fully vaccinated, you should wear a mask for your own protection and the protection of other unvaccinated people. Remember, as fast as we've gone, most people under the age of 65 aren't vaccinated yet. It's going to take a little more time for everyone who wants to get vaccinated to get their shots. Israeli military has intensified its attacks on Palestinian militants in the Gaza Strip. An army statement said aircraft and ground troops were engaged in new operations against targets in the enclave. Here's the BBC's Jeremy Bowen. Israel's Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said in a tweet that Israel would charge a very high price from Hamas. The operation in Gaza, he said, would continue for as long as necessary. Video on social media emerging from the area included large flashes, explosions and gunfire. Earlier in the evening, hundreds of Palestinians left the northern Gaza Strip because they said Israel was shelling their houses. They grabbed their children, abandoned their possessions and fled. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has told police they must be prepared to use a lot of force to quell street violence between Jews and Arab Israelis. He was speaking to officers in the town of Lod, which has been the epicentre of the unrest. The former British Prime Minister David Cameron has defended his behaviour when using private channels to lobby officials for Green Sill Capital, a financial firm that subsequently collapsed. He told a parliamentary committee he wasn't guilty of any wrongdoing. BBC's Jonathan Blake reports. David Cameron said he'd had plenty of time to reflect and that there were important lessons to be learned. After dozens of his text messages to ministers and officials were published, he again said that he should have used more formal means of communication. Mr Cameron said that while lobbying was necessary, it may be that former Prime Ministers doing so was too open to misinterpretation and it could be appropriate to tighten the rules. He said it was deeply regrettable that Greensill Capital had collapsed but did not disclose how much he was paid by the firm. Business news and a measure of inflation in the United States increased sharply in April according to new data. The prices that producers charge their customers rose by 6.2% year on year. Coupled with the surge in consumer prices announced on Wednesday, it has fueled market fears about a period of high inflation. The BBC's Andrew Walker has more. The US Federal Reserve has a target of 2% for inflation. The new figures are not for the particular measure of consumer prices the Fed uses, but they do reflect the inflationary pressures that are causing unease in financial markets. And there was news earlier this week that inflation for consumers had picked up. The concern among investors is that the Fed might take steps to restrain inflation, which could also undermine economic growth. But it's likely to do that only if it thinks higher inflation is likely to persist. So far, Fed officials have appeared to take the view that the surge in inflation is likely to be transitory. Google has agreed a deal with Elon Musk's SpaceX company to deliver fast and secure cloud-based computing services around the world. Under the partnership, SpaceX, which is rolling out its Starlink satellite internet service, will place its ground stations within Google data centers. The companies say the aim is to deliver data and applications seamlessly and securely to businesses, public service organizations and consumers, even in remote areas. 
They hope to launch the service later this year. Short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 27,975. That's 252 points up on the previous close. Turnover stands at $81 billion. Currencies, US dollars trading at 109.54 yen. The euro stands at 1 US dollar and 20 cents. And the pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 91 cents. Sport now and first to football. Liverpool have won away to Manchester United for the first time since 2014. Salah's running away now and Salah's into the penalty area one on one and Salah scores and Liverpool have this one now Liverpool celebrations inside Old Trafford Liverpool forced their way back into contention for possible Champions League qualification with a come-from-behind 4-2 win over Manchester United at Old Trafford. It's a massive boost to their outside hopes of finishing the English Premier League season in the top four. Here's the Liverpool boss, Jurgen Klopp. Since weeks, it's now that we actually thought we, we have to win all the games. That's why the two draws we had in the last minute against Newcastle and Leeds felt like defeats. So it's like you chase, you chase, you chase. But I said to the boys today, for 99% of all teams in the world, um, being in a, in a position where you have it in your own hands to qualify for the Champions League is a massive thing. Two, three years ago, that was our life. So with all what all happened during this year, we somehow came in a situation where we have it in our own hands. That's not easy. We're in the race, that's all. This was the rearranged fixture after United fans invaded the pitch to protest about the owners following the announcement the club intended to join the now-abandoned European Super League earlier this month. Hundreds of fans joined protests at Old Trafford ahead of last night's fixture. Police made two arrests and there was no disruption to the game itself. United arrived extra early to make sure they were unaffected. Here's their boss, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Once we were in, uh, it was just all focused on the uh, on the game, and of course, it's it's a different preparation coming in at 12 o'clock for a quarter past eight uh, kickoff. That's it's a long time to be here, but uh, I thought the the boys uh, managed that well. Elsewhere in the Premier League, Everton's hopes for European football next season have all but faded after they drew nil nil with Aston Villa. In Spain, Real Madrid kept up the pressure on City rivals Atletico with a 4-1 win over Granada. Real are now just two points behind the leaders Atletico with two games left to play. Meanwhile, rumours of Barcelona grabbing Sergio Aguero from Manchester City on a free transfer ramped up again. More from the BBC's Al Ross. Sergio Aguero is in talks over a possible free transfer to Barcelona. The 32-year-old is leaving Manchester City after 10 years at the Etihad. Barcelona have limited finances but are thought to be keen on getting a proven goal scorer without paying a fee. And the club also see it as a way of trying to keep Lionel Messi, who is Aguero's friend and international teammate. To end the news, the top story once again. The Commerce Secretary says it is unlikely that the air travel bubble between Hong Kong and Singapore can begin on May the 26th. And that's the news from RTHK. I was walking down the street the other day Trying to distract myself But then I see your face Oh wait, that's someone else I Trying to play a coy Trying to make it disappear But just like the Battle of Troy There's nothing subtle here In my room there's a king-size space Bigger than it used to be If you want you can rent that place Call me an amenity Even if it's in my dreams 
Trishes Theatre three years ago. I wasn't seeing the type of theatre that I'm interested in. All my life 